Welcome to the e-commerce lab by Ecomsi. This is the place for everything related to Amazon private label and e-commerce. Learn exactly what you need to start or scale your business. Get insights from the top industry experts who will discuss the latest trends and best practices in the world of Amazon. From choosing products and sourcing from a supplier to setting up your Amazon account and marketing your business, you will hear it here. Let's get started. Here is your host, Vincenzo Toscano. Welcome to another episode of the Commerce Lab by Comsi, the place where everything related to Amazon FBA private level and e-commerce. My name is Vincenzo Toscano, founder and CEO of Ecomsi. Today we bring you a very special guest. Her name is Isabella Ritson, and she's the CEO of Ritz Momentum, which is an Amazon business service agency where they actually specialize on finding products that sell with high demand and low competition, which is what everybody wants, right? So, yeah, that's because right. Yeah, hundred percent. So I think there's no better person for sure to discuss today's topic, which is going to be around pro research and development. But before we do that, let me introduce you, Isabella. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, and thank you for having me here today. It's like everybody's saying, "Thank you for having me. Thank you for inviting me." <laughs> uh, and we're generally speaking, exchange the courtesy when you've been on my podcast, and I'm. <laughs> It's like my uh, answer to like, okay, if you're coming to my podcast, I'm happy to be at yours. Uh, yeah. So yeah, let, yeah, let's share the knowledge. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's, it's a pleasure, first of all. I mean, I see everything that you do in social media and how many clients you have helped. And I know your specialty is for sure pro research. And I think that's the number one fear when it comes to selling on Amazon is for sure also the most important one. But before we start discussing that today, I think I want to give you a few minutes so you can introduce yourself, tell us a little bit about yourself, how you go starting to e-commerce, and then we go from there, yeah? Yeah, of course. Um, my first touch with the internet was when I was, I believe, 14 or 15 years old. I was working for the software company back to Russia, and they've been doing okay. the accounting software so like it's been for it's it's been mostly for the government companies not companies for the government structures and yeah. i was learning how this like taxes and like <laughs> the debit credit how like what it is and how it's working based on the software and that back to that time i created my first email <laughs> Wow! Anyway, yeah, that, that that sounds very ridiculous right now because in 2022, comparing to 1993, it's like the different uh, planet, yeah, for sure. different century. Like back to that time, we had uh, Pentium two. If you don't, if you know what it is, yeah. it's like the very very fancy computer back to that time, which is like I remember. Just, I don't know, typing box. For now, anyway, uh, this is how I uh, introduced how I've been introduced to something online that is happening online in um, twenty. In actual, yeah, in in the year of two thousand, I created my first company, and I was promoting this company via uh, different ads in internet and like if here uh, like United States has Google, in Russia we had Yandex. And Yandex is the also searching platform where we've been, we've been advertising our company. And that was working so well. That was the first time when I 
realize like, oh, this, <laughs> this is working. You can actually get customers from there. And after I sold my first company, which was business uh, training center, I created the infographic center uh, and I created the web design studio. And here we are. So I learned how to do SEO, how to do ads, wow. how to do like web design. I mean, look, I was not doing web design by myself, but my team was doing it all the time. So I learned how business works, how to work from home, how you yeah. know how to do office when everybody had. Uh, however, uh, the society was where I was uh, living. They didn't get used to like working with people remotely. So anyway, I had to have office and I had to have people. But this is where I started to learn kind of e-commerce. And uh, because I was also teaching people back to that time, uh, business coaching ended in my life in 2021. However, e-commerce stayed till now. And in wow. 2015, when I moved to United States, I learned what is Amazon, how Amazon works, how you can sell on Amazon and like eBay and all this stuff. Yeah. Uh, and uh, because, as I said, I was also teaching people, I saw a lot of struggle when people uh, cannot actually launch the product after they went through the course just because of the fear, because they're making a lot of mistakes and because I was a very strict coach who was like no you're doing this wrong you're doing this wrong you have to redo it redo it again redo it again redo yeah. it again because i was not in a position like okay he tried hard i should probably approve this product uh i didn't want to let people do stuff just because they're tired i wanted them to make it right and a lot of people went through all the struggle and they launched their amazon business and i recently met one of my former students uh his name is Ivan, uh, Ivan, and he actually crossed his one uh, for first one million dollar wow. year. Congrats, Ivan! <laughs> yeah, so he did great. Uh, and at the same time, uh, a lot of people they weren't able to launch just because they've been scared. They were not confident. And in 2019, we decided, you know what? It's much easier to do something for people and instead of people mm. uh, than make them learn harder. So this is how Ritz Momentum become an agency. And this is how we, Genius Speaking, started to help people uh, doing services for them and making their business uh, starting and launching on Amazon faster and more uh, be more efficient. Wow. What a journey, right? I mean, it's yep. amazing. Yeah, I think... Yeah, I mean, to be honest, everybody I talk with in the e-commerce industry, most of us always come into e-commerce by mistake, right? It's something that we always discover through our journey as entrepreneurs. Uh, and it's amazing everything that you just shared with us. So thank you for that. Oh. I think you also touched, yeah, <laughs> I think you also touched something very uh, important, uh, which is the mission behind your company that is helping these people, just as you mentioned, that there are thousands of people that they reach that point, they do a course, and then that's it. They don't, they don't know what to do. And it's because they're afraid of, yeah, sometimes the pro research, they don't know how to choose their product. And I think this allows me now to jump into my first question, which is what most people ask them themselves is, where do I start with pro research, right? Where do I start? Do I go to a software? Do I go to my uh, supermarket? Do I go to a shop? So yeah, what do you usually recommend we say your students to start uh, when it comes to pro research? Yeah. It's a very interesting question that is like super common at the same time. And 
as more me personally, uh, as more often I'm doing the product research, uh, as more uh, approaches I'm finding for myself. Because sometimes if some like people like beginners, they're asking, okay, where should I start to search for the product? You want to say, yeah, you can start with the black box with the Helium 10, or you can start with the seller tools, or you can start with any other software or like Smart Scout. However, uh, to start doing something with the software, you have to understand what is the next step and why you're supposed or not supposed to choose this specific product. Yeah. Because there are a lot of other ways uh, to not commit or commit to this product because it's like some specific sellers are there. It's been branded. It's under patent. Competitions is much higher than you can think because uh, when you're doing the research for the product, it, a lot of people don't pay attention that the moment they put the keyword, let's say the microphone for the podcast, and they found, for example, five different microphones with like zero reviews and a lot of uh, revenue there, but they're not paying attention that uh, the revenue is coming for those microphones because it's a brand release yeah. new product. I see and that. when the yeah. like and people didn't just pre-order it and they knew that it's coming and that's why the sales are happening. But some people who are not looking at it, they're like, oh, I'm so excited, I'm <laughs> going and I'm going to launch it, and then they're not profitable, and then they don't understand what to do with this product. Or it might be an opposite, they're looking for like uh the gray black microphone that I can use for the podcast, and it will be the long tail, no search volume keyword. And they also can find a lot of different stuff and thinking that they can do the same. However, you have to match the right keyword to the right demand to be able to see the actual picture, what is going on on Amazon. And if you will put, for example, if you should find five to 10 main keywords that you are doing the product research that will provide you same or similar revenue and you will, for like all um, sellers that you will be able to find on Amazon on a page one. And that will give you a little bit of understanding what is going on. And recently, Brendan Young released uh, the very good tool, which is called yeah. Data Dive. I very started, using, yeah, you tried? Yeah, yeah, it's very good. Yeah, I started <laughs> using it recently, and I can tell you it's mostly for advanced people. However, yeah. if you're not lazy and you want to try to give yourself a try to understand how it works, do it because the moment you're looking into this data, you will be able to understand actual market what is going on there and if you will be able to uh start with this product though the product that you are looking for however if we were doing the step back answering your question yeah. where should i start uh sometimes it's uh very much easier will be start with to start with the niche and the most popular mm -hmm. niches that you are going on amazon and like to start your product on amazon is home and dining kitchen yeah. Uh, some type of uh, kids products. We're not talking about baby products. So please try to avoid any type of products for babies under three years old because yeah. there are a lot of certificates might appear there. Compliance so, and all that yeah. is dangerous. <laughs> yeah, let's try not to go there. Try to avoid anything that is like related to like that they can put in the mouth and all this stuff and avoid any type of products with like food. Yeah. So... 
But if you will do something like garden, outdoor, camping, home, kitchen, uh, kids, let's say, uh, kids educational stuff, I'm not going to like give you more hints. <laughs> yeah. so, but this is the direction. And you can also check what's new in the market. You can check what is going on on a Pinterest. You can check what is going on yeah. Etsy. I was you going to ask check. that. Yeah. Yep. Those platforms. So usually actually combine it right with your pro research yep yeah and as you you know helium 10 is letting you do their research yeah. and analytics doesn't matter what platform it is so if you have the chrome extension uh you can always go at any e-commerce platform and you can analyze what is going on on the market and helium 10 will be more than happy to show you the picture what is going on with this specific product i That's see right. like you're like we're talking uh i'm talking about the stuff that you understand and yeah yeah i mean i i love i love pro research to be honest i think it's the most important thing i always say 80 percent, 70 80 percent of your business in amazon is pro research and the rest is just gonna it's gonna come by itself right because if you find a product that has a high demand low competition as we uh, described at the, at the earlier stage and then you do everything else right most of the time it's gonna work out because i think yeah. the issue is that people try to fix a broken product with strategies, PPC, rebates, when they was allowed, all those strategies. But the reality is that if the product is wrong in the first place, there's nothing you can do afterwards to fix it, right? Yeah. So <laughs> if the product is wrong, nothing you can do about the product. But if the marketing is wrong, you can always fix the, fix the marketing. Sometimes the product is tricky. Like you can launch sometimes the product like in a specific niche and you just need to wait and be patient because you have to do like reviews and you yeah. have to be have the better ranking but you understand that this product will kick off you just need a little bit of more time so like for example if you uh launched your product and it didn't go well but you are like checking yourself again like okay i did the right um uh, product resource the keywords are much and i have the semantic core semantic core if you guys don't know is like when uh one of your products has enough of high demand keywords like 10 to 15 medium uh ranking keywords let's say 20 to 30 and you have a lot of thousands of uh low uh That's ranking correct. keywords and like you have more than you have room to move around basically yeah so yeah. you have enough of different keywords and you understand that you customize the product so every single product that you are creating you have to customize That's and key. the one you're customizing the product it's supposed to be based on the avatar so you have to do the research and understand who is actually buying your product so for example if i'm buying this pen I have to understand why I'm buying this pen, why I'm selling this pen, right? To whom I'm selling this pen. Is it mother who is buying for the child? And at this point, who is the avatar, mother or the child? Or it's like someone in the office is buying for the whole office. So then who is the avatar? Is the person who is buying this supplies for the whole office or the person who will actually use this pen because this person doesn't have a choice. So we have to understand the avatar and we have to understand the pain point why they're buying this product. And then you're customizing the product uh, based on their needs. So for example, someone will say, I don't want to have a cap. And another people will say, I want to have a cap. I don't like the gray color. And you'll see how like 11 other people like the white color. And then to actually, and then you say, what? I have to customize how I have to customize 
Yeah. And then you have to use like the like the tools are there. You can use Pikfu or PeopleFish. And you can download to Pikfu uh, two different products that will be like yeah. closer to like what are you going to sell? And you ask Pikfu people, okay, I'm going to sell this product. Which one do you prefer? Which color do you prefer? Don't forget to specify the question. What design or what color, what sign or mm -hmm. what package or like, like what arrangement? And people will answer. And then you will have a direction how to better custom, how, how is better to customize your product. And then you already have a direction. And the moment you customize it, you had to have polls to understand if you chose the right direction that people will actually love it. So this That's is awesome. like shortly yeah. how we do that. We can dig deeper. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I love the, the actually the customization of things because, I mean, we see this mistake every day, which most people find a pro, they go to Alibaba, add to car. And that's it. And they, they buy it and they send it to Amazon. That's it. So I think my, my question. And then, oh my God. What happened? Yeah. Amazon what doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> so I think when it comes to personalization and, and customizing your product to a specific avatar, as you mentioned, I think it might be also sometimes complex uh, for some people to understand what type of customization they can do to the product. So do you have maybe some tips when it comes to customization around yes. how people can do brainstorming? so they can find ideas yeah yeah of course so for example i have I'm, i always have something on my table <laughs> yeah ready so <laughs> let's say i have two this squish this one is payability gave me and this one from soul machines also from another trade show good so uh and they have this squishy uh how it's called stress balls right mm -hmm. so let's assume i found the stress ball and the stress ball i can use for myself yeah, and I can buy the stress ball and generally speaking, then I have to explore what people are buying for themselves or I can sell the stress ball. Nobody's selling it, but just by default, if you're listening, you're not selling stress balls, <laughs> yeah. bad niche, you're not going Don't there. Do it. <laughs> yeah, it's just an example. And then I'm thinking, okay, if I'm going to create the stress ball for grandma and I'm exploring is grandmas are actually buying the stress balls and if I found the keyword like stress ball for grandma and it's let's assume it's like 15,000 searches per month, I'm like, oh, it's actually good. And then I'm checking that like uh, under this keyword, I can have sales and like with uh, enough of reviews, like it's not like hundreds of thousands reviews per month. And then I'm checking what grandma is buying. So if she's going to buy uh, the stress ball with a heart on it, then how many of those hearts are already in the market, which hearts they love, which hearts they don't love. And then I'm thinking, if I want to create the new mold for this thing, how much will cost me mm. the mold? And if the mold for this specific stress ball, I can tell it will not, for the stress ball, it will not cost much, but because yeah. like it's cheap. However, some of the products will require the mold and the mold will be pretty expensive and pricey. So they start with like 800 and they can be like 3,500, just the mold. However, yeah. if the product has a very high potential, genuinely speaking, you can invest into the mold and then customize it based on the people's needs. Um, however, we recommend to search for the products that are not required to have the new mold, but you can customize the product bundling with other products 
or you can custom of course like it's supposed to be color it's supposed to be some different print on it like look around yourself people love designs right now it's an era of modern fancy interesting stuff look at the brands around you look how uh where is going um the fashion yeah, yeah. and like Fashion is letting you understand what you're supposed to do. Look what's happening in interior design. Look at the stores like West Elm, Bo Concept, um, uh, Crate and Barrel, and like etc. And you will find out how many well-designed things are they are selling. And in production, they're super, super cheap. That just don't try to cross them, not to make the competition with the book concept, right? Yeah. Or if you're going to do the generics, the generics cannot be made with the same design because, uh, like, it's a compliance. So we don't want to do it. Yeah, for sure. So genuinely speaking, when you're doing the customization, it's supposed to be simple. You don't have to, like, do something very difficult because no. people, they are simple like keep in mind, out of hundred percent of our brain, we're using three to five, yeah, and not everybody. And using just this five percent of our brain ability, most of the people are using just half of one percent, and this yeah. is the majority of the population, mm -hmm. which is mean they're not trying to be difficult and they're looking for the simple, cute stuff. And, that's and if you go to the niche, you'll find how, like to any niche, almost to any niche, you will find how many resources you will find with a cute eraser, cute yeah. pencil, cute uh, tablecloth, something cute because people love cute stuff. And when you go in and walking outside, uh, you will always hear something, oh, how cute it is, <laughs> yeah. or that's, something like that. That's a signal. <laughs> It's a good yeah. product. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So generally speaking, it's a key. You have to create something cute, but not cute for you, cute for the audience, yeah. cute for your avatar. That's the other thing. Yeah. Now that you mentioned that, a lot of people, they launch a product because they like the product, not because they think it's a good design for the market. And then, yeah, they, did, they didn't do a decision based on data. They did it based on personal preference, which is always a mistake. Correct. But yeah and, and you also touched something interesting which is following fashion right so i think this is also an interesting uh, point i want to touch because i feel that that's for sure a very important thing to do to find great ideas but at the same time if you're not careful i'm pretty sure you think the same you can end up launching seasonal products right yeah. you can end up launching a product that maybe it's just seasonal for this year because it was trending because TikTok, you know, typical thing, social media makes something trendy and then it goes away. So do you have some strategy or maybe some tip to avoid going into seasonal products or maybe you actually advise to launch seasonal products? So what is usually your thinking? Uh, it's very interesting because I do and I do not, do not like the seasonal products. So uh, seasonal products are good when you have the variations. So let's assume I have this pan for the first grader, for the second grader, for the third grader, right. and etc. right? And then for the boss, for the lady boss, for like blah, blah, mm. blah. So and then based on the season, let's assume what everything I said is based on the seasons or based on the, of the holidays or based on like any type of um, reasons, yeah. then 
based on the every single season, I will be able to sell this specific item. And when I am selling and ranking this specific product, I am able to rank this product and have as many sales as possible on the peak season. And the moment this product is slowing down, the second variation is actually going up. I see. And then this variation is slowing down and the third one yeah. is going up. And if we're talking like as... Vincenzo said, if we're um, talking about uh, fashion, so we have these trends this year, we are able to launch every year the new trend. Like, for example, this year for wedding will be weddings uh, or like wedding accessories will be like green and white. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Next year will be blue and white. And next That's year right. will be something else. Then the product still the same. But the approach to this product will be different. And because Amazon always like when an Amazon is uh, welcoming you, launching new stuff, making sure you're taking care of your customer, Amazon will, will always support your ranking and Amazon will always support that you're doing something new. It doesn't mean you're launching every single day. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> yeah. So, but when you're changing your inventory under the same listing, like once per three, four months, or you're like not changing, you're adding more. Yeah, they like and, to see activity, basically. Yeah, the, it's an list. activity. And when this inventory, for example, for the first grader is over, first grader 2022 is over, and then next year it will be for the first grader 2023. You are just sending the new inventory. We actually have several products that based on the 2020, 2021, 2022. Mm. And those products are going pretty well just because uh, this inventory is um, valuable for um, people. So these products always have a demand. I see. And because the listing is gaining more reviews for 21, 22, 23, 24. It keeps going and you just change the year. Going. Yeah. So yeah. if you decided to launch 2025, you already have the history of the reviews. You don't have to launch the new ASIN. You're just changing this product for this ASIN and you can keep the same design. You're just changing something like 21 to 22 and it doesn't hurt the production at all. It's no wow. mold, nothing else. It's just the... It, it's yeah. a trick, guys, and this trick is working pretty well. I love it. Yeah, I like I like the trick of having variations with seasonal pros because it's, it's basically it's like selling a normal product. It's just that you just keep adding uh, different products and you, and you cover all the seasons, which is correct. An amazing tip for sure. Yep. that's amazing. Good. So I think I would like to make you a last uh, more question just to get the most out of you in terms of knowledge, because I know it's very valuable. So I think the last question will be: Do you have any further maybe? strategy will you advise when it comes to pro research or development that you think people will benefit in 2022 when it comes to selling on Amazon? Of course. So if you think for you data is hard and you're the new seller or you're going to become a new seller and the math is hard, try to go, to, I don't know if you're like in Europe or in mm. Arabian Emirates or you're in the United States, go to the store that like most of the people are buying stuff there for home or let's let's start from home and look yeah. what is the most valuable products are there that are not branded take a look at those products come back home download helium 10 or seller tools and check if those products are selling well on amazon 
and then go to the sellers that are selling well under smaller amount of reviews and check what else these people are selling on Amazon. Mm -hmm. And if you will like the products that they're selling on Amazon and those products are uh, like they have a good revenue for you and it's a very good market price, let's say 20 to $30. And those products also don't have a lot of reviews. Take a look at them. Take a look at the market, what is happening with those products. But you always have to start somewhere and you can start somewhere outside or you can start somewhere inside. Inside, if you're going on Amazon, like all these websites that I mentioned before, or you're going just to the regular store just to start the point of the research for yourself that's amazing amazing thank you thank you for sharing that with us so right. yeah i would like to for sure thank you for being with us today i mean i appreciate all the knowledge that you share with us so it's a pleasure to have you here but before we close today's episode i want to give you a few minutes so you can share with the audience if they want to reach out to you just to ask some questions or find out about read momentum so yeah can you share some of that with us well, of course, you can always reach out to us at our website, ritzarm.com. You can find yeah. me on LinkedIn, Isabella Ritz, with the Z and double L. And right. R-I-T-Z as you want, like famous cracker or uh, Ritz Carlton. It's much easier. It's very easy. <laughs> well, if you know one of those, uh, you can find me on Facebook. And we're going to a lot of trade shows, guys. Is uh, Pow Wow, Hillington. I don't know where you're going to. Yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm going to the Hillington one. So I'm going to see yeah. you. Yeah, so you can go to Helium 10 Summit, meet us there. We're going to BDSS. We are going to uh, ADA, ASD Market Week. Uh, Traveling the war. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. Honestly, this is the first month for the, in like this year that we're not going anywhere. And I'm so happy that we can focus on stuff. Recharging, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But genuinely speaking, yeah, we're going to most of the events. We can always meet us there. You can come and say hi. I will be happy to give you any advice you want when uh, I am at the events. So that's awesome. Welcome. Thank you, very much. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much, Isabel. So definitely I'm gonna have you on the next one. Take care. Uh, yeah. 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 See you again. Looking forward to working. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the e-commerce lab by ecomc. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. While you are at it, we would appreciate it if you could leave an honest rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. That will make it easier for others to find out about the show and benefit from it. Want more? Visit our website at www.ecomc.com where you can get your first consultation for free. Or find us on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn at ecomc.